First Presbyterian Church, Daily Reflections, Holy Week, Monday. Welcome to our Holy Week Reflections. Yesterday we began Holy Week in worship by examining Palm Sunday and what Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem meant. You can go back and listen to that sermon if you want. And on Thursday and Friday, we'll be holding streaming services at 7 p.m. to talk about what happens in the Last Supper and Jesus' crucifixion. And of course, we know about his burial and his resurrection on Sunday morning. But we don't often focus on what happens on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of Jesus' final week. And yet the Gospels are full of stories from this final week. The Gospels are mostly accounts of what Jesus does in his final week in his ministry. And we don't really listen and talk much about what is going on on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So that's what we're going to do for the next three days is reflect on those things. Mark tells us that on Monday, Jesus re-enters the temple and he goes to the courtyard of the Gentiles. So this is the very outer courtyard of the temple where non-Jewish people are allowed to come, but they can't come any closer or any further. They can't even come into the court of women, which is the next step for the people of Israel to go and to, to worship. And it's here that all the money changers and all the sellers of various goods to be used in worship were lined up. And Jesus sees these like he's probably seen many times before on visits to Jerusalem. But this time, he does something different. He gets angry. He gets incensed at what is going on. And he drives out the money changers and he flips over tables and he blocks the way from any more sellers being able to come in. And then he begins to teach in the temple. When he does this, he quotes two Old Testament passages, one from Isaiah 56 and one from Jeremiah 7. Isaiah 56 says, My house is to be a house of prayer for all peoples. And Jesus quotes this, And my house is to be a house of prayer. And Jeremiah 7 says, You have made my house a den of thieves. And so Jesus says, But you have made my house a den of thieves. And so we see that Jesus has a care and concern about the the purity of the worship that is happening there, but not for legalistic purposes. We have to understand something about the corruption that is going on in the temple to understand what Jesus is talking about. You see, the temple had passed the rule that only temple money, they had minted their own coins, could be used for the purchasing and selling of any kind of worship implements. And they justified this in many different ways, but that meant that in order for you to come from a far off distance, if you didn't live near the temple and have that money readily available to you, you would have to take whatever money you had and exchange it to the money temple changers, money the um, temple money changers. And you would have to then do put up with whatever fee they paid you, charged you, whatever interest rate, whatever exchange rate that they were that they were putting on top of their exchange. And so there was a hindrance right off the bat. If you were a Gentile or somebody coming from far away, you had a block, a road block in your way from coming and worshiping at the temple because unlikely they would have been carrying with them the unblemished doves or other implements that they needed to come into worship. And Jesus saw this as not only inauthentic worship, but as a breaking of the promise that God had given to Abraham. Because God told Abraham that Abraham would be a blessing through his, his, um, through his generations, through those who would come after him, that he would be a blessing to the nations. And here, instead, the people of God are being a hindrance to the nations coming and worshiping. They're putting ways in front of them that block them from coming into worship. 
And there was lots of other corruption that potentially was going on, including the selling of animals as pure that were then just being recycled right back into the market to be resold again so that the temple was making a profit off of everything that was going on. And Jesus was incensed about this kind of behavior going on with his people and in the temple. And in an act of prophecy, Jesus prophecies against what the temple should be doing, and that is being a place where every single person from any nation can come before God and worship God. And he's also prophesying about what his purpose is going to be this week to accomplish that finally for all time in his death and in his resurrection. But as we reflect on this day's actions of Jesus, we might want to ask ourselves, as the people of God, are we being a hindrance to people coming into the presence of God, or are we welcoming them? What are our places of worship like? What are our communities of worship like? And what are our own personal lives like in a way that we might be a hindrance or a help to others coming into the presence of God? Let's continue to reflect on that. Come back tomorrow and find out what Jesus did on Tuesday.